Ladies and gentlemen, please welcome B-Tech Smith and Steve Mex. B-Tech Smith and Steve Mex, you are now entering the Megacars, the Megacars. Ladies and gentlemen, B. Ted Smith. Oh, hey, Steve Miggs. Oh, hi there, Ted. How are you, sir? <laughs> you know, pretty good. Yeah. Fighting a little cough here, I think, like a lot of people, but nothing nothing too crazy. Dude, I think everybody's fighting it right now. I'm, I'm nervous that I'm probably going to have to start fighting it myself. I need to get preemptive. Dude, honestly. build a wall. Build <laughs> when I, when I got a wall. When I got <laughs> no Steve, sniffles. Steve could not get sick. When I was on that plane Friday leaving Seattle, uh-huh. I swear to God, half the plane had the same horrible like cough. Oh, you know what I had? I was at the gym and I'm on the uh, like elliptical thing machine. Yeah, and the guy right next to me is just having one of those coughing fits. Yeah, and he's not covering his mouth. He's and he's right next to me, and I'm like, I'm breathing the air that this mother effer's breathing. The only thing that would have made it worse if it was the locker room guy. Yeah, so that's that's kind of why I bring it up because on the plane, like I heard a few people, and I was like. Oh, maybe I'm not the only one. Right. And then at one point, the guy next to me, we started chatting a little bit, and I got a coughing fit. Like, oh, I please c- don't tell me you coughed on him. No, no, no. Oh. And I was covering up, but okay. like, you know when it's like, uh, yeah, like, and you could like barely speak, <laughs> right? So I'm like, <laughs> taking sips of water, feeling uh-huh. kind of like a dumbass because I could barely speak. Ten minutes later, he has the same coughing fit, and like, he can't talk now. <laughs> I was just like, and then right, he was like, do you feel that sick? I go, no, it's just this like annoying, and he's like, yeah, me too. Yeah, it's just lingering for people, it yeah. seems like. Yeah, yeah, everyone I've talked to is like, they're like, I feel fine, but it, 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 it from the description I'm getting, it feels like when you're no longer sick, but the residual stuff is still there. Yeah, and you just got to get, yeah. get it out. Yeah, Flemmy. Flemmy. Flemmy Smith over here. Oh, that is such a bad term. <laughs> like, how you feeling? Flemmy. Real Flemmy. Thick. My, my wife always gets mad at me when she's like, are you sick? I'm like, I just feel congested. She's like, can't you just say you've got a stuffy nose? I'm like, yeah, but I don't feel as cool if I say I have a stuffy nose. What's wrong like, with congested? I don't know. She thinks I sound stupid when I say I, sound, I feel congested. Well, no. I think that's, a, that, I mean, that's exactly what you are. I feel stuffy. Yeah, what are you, two? Yes. I have a stuffy nose. I would like a yummy din-din <laughs> with my stuffy nose. Well, next time you break out goddamn Flemmy on her, Steve, how do you feel? Well, Sid, I am Flemmy. That's right. <laughs> right? Bet you wish I said congested now. Woman. Uh, Once again, do not take marriage advice from Ted Smith. No, no. no. <laughs> well, speaking of my mom, you know, maybe we'll talk about it. Not my mom. <laughs> That was a weird transition there, Freud. <laughs> Sometimes my wife feels like my mom. Yeah, I know. I think they all do. It's so true. It is. It's so true. Man. I know. It's so true. <laughs> all they do is like, they mother you. Yeah. They make you feel bad for being immature. Yeah. It, it never ends. They make you actually go to stuff. Yeah. Right? It's like, you, like they always say, it's like you marry your mother. And it's not a bad thing. I love my mom and I love my wife. But sometimes I just feel like I'm a little child. Right. And it's probably my fault because I act like one, Ted. Yeah. So why don't we get our push-ups out of the way? All right. Speaking of my dad. Speaking of my mom. <laughs> you know what the thing is? You ever have it where you're like, your mind's going in one place, you're having a conversation, but your mind's trying to take care of something else? So I'm trying to find, I, I was like, I thought I loaded a clip of me talking with my mom and dad. 
because I, 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 I recorded them because I was in the middle of recording something when they called and I, I was still recording. Right. So I put my speakerphone on because I was like, my mom was having a few drinks and it was very entertaining. So I was thinking about that while we're having a conversation. I'm like, I want to get that ready. And then speaking to my mom came out. Yeah, I do it all the time. Yeah. Or somebody will tell me something like in their story yep. that reminds me of something, right? But it'll be a total departure. Right. So then I'll go ahead and tell them that thought. And it's like, where did that come from? Like, yeah, like even the other day on the show, I said something and I added like, yeah, it was the white guy and Thrill's like, oh man, that was a good joke. And I, and I was like, like I, I didn't honestly mean it that way. I just, for some reason, felt like I had to clarify and say it was the white guy. <laughs> I was trying to hurt what you're talking about. Oh, we were doing black, white, yeah. Mexi, or profile this. Jesus Get Christ. it right, Ted. Man. It's been going on Sorry. for a year now. I know. <laughs> it felt what wrong. Is, what is this, 2015 and a half again? So there was two people in the story, right? Yeah. So at the end, I said, I think it's white. I got the shooter. Yeah. So I think I, I think they thought I was just making a joke about white people shooting people. But I just wanted to clarify, like, that's the one I'm that's talking about. That's my pick. Right. So then everybody started laughing, and I was like, oh, all right. I guess I'll just, guess I'll just have to invent that. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> All right, well, you know, it sounds like both of us need some push-ups. We, yeah. Maybe me more than you. So let's get the heart racing, the blood pumping, and the brain functioning. This time around, there's a meaning behind this song, and it's because, well, apparently last night at the WWE, my friend and I got called out by a certain superstar. What? That's right. Enzo Amore has declared war on the bromantics. I'll explain to you after we do our push-ups. I look so confused. You are confused. <laughs> I'm kind of confused, too. Let's get 10. That's right, Ted. You're soft. What did you declare war on, like, Daniel Bryan fans? No, he legitimately looked at us and said something to us. Oh, it was awesome. Damn. I mean, I don't. Of course, he had no idea who he was talking to. It was one of those things. All right, enough of this damn song. We'll get to your TED Talk in a second. We might, no, let's do the TED right, Talk let's do first. TED Talk. Because that's just how we do things, Ted. And then when we do the, after we do that, we'll, uh, I'll explain to you why there's beef between the Bromantics and Enzo Amore. And I'm sure you also have another question in who the F are the Bromantics? The bromantics? I know. I feel like I've missed a lot. <laughs> yeah, I've missed a lot. TED Talks, starring Beatrix Smith. This one inspired by some drunken conversations I had people with in, with in Texas. Uh, like after late at night, leaving the bar, sitting out there talking with people, we, we, we got into some kind of some touchy subjects I don't think I would have delved into. But everybody was like real nice about it and kind of mm-hmm. just like, all right, like listening. So my advice would just be, be nice and listen. Like sometimes with these kind of subjects, we get so worked up about being right. Yeah, we don't pay attention. Cause and that's, a, I'm saying for me too, I do it all the time and I got to stop and listen to the other side. But Ted, you're always right. Thank you, Steve. You know, I love hearing it. Fun <laughs> <laughs> <Planet> orgasmic. <laughs> it just makes me feel good. <laughs> it's a good point, man. Sometimes you have these arguments with people and you're just like, man, can you just listen to my side? 
yeah. before you make your opinion be a concrete opinion. I'm trying to do the same for you, and you're right. I, all of us need to be that way. I think on both sides, on whatever it is, yeah, whether it be serious or whether it be ridiculous, like my beef with Enzo Amore right now. Yes, the yes. serious topic. Yes, that is very serious. And uh, so last night was the WWE uh, SmackDown. What they do is they do SmackDown from 5 o'clock to 7 or 8 o'clock to um, 9. No, 10. What the hell? Uh, Math. 5 yeah. to 7 here eight on to, the West Coast. 8 to 10. 8 to 10 on the East Coast. Yeah. Math. Why was that so hard for us? I don't know. Because Raw's three hours and SmackDown's only two, two hours. All right. So I'm typically used to wrestling going until 11 p.m. So it feels weird saying it only ends after two hours. But SmackDown's two hours. So they do a five to seven here so that that way it could be live on the East Coast. And then they re-air it uh, on the West Coast. And then after they finish doing SmackDown, they do 205 Live, which is on the WWE Network. So that all goes right. from 10 o'clock to... That goes from seven to eight on the on the West Coast. We're a West Coast show. Why am I trying to appease to the East Coast? Hey, the Smith family, you know what we're talking about. All right. One more question though. What about our fans in Illinois in the Central Time Zone? I don't know, Ted. <laughs> they just have to watch it whenever it's on. They just set their DVR and watch it tomorrow and leave me the f alone. I do not like math and I do not like the, the time zone difference. If you're in Hawaii, it starts at eight a.m. I don't know what time it starts in Hawaii, but when you're there, who gives an f? You're drunk. On my ties and pina coladas, and you're watching the sun go down in about 45 seconds. <laughs> and maybe even buying a little pearl out of a little bucket by some woman that's promising you it's a real pearl. You brought you bought one pearl? Yeah, I bought a pearl. My wife wanted it. How much was it? I don't know, a couple bucks. Oh. You open right. up a thing, but then they want to sell you the what the they string do is, and the like, rest of the pearls. And next thing you know, it's $200. Yeah. But we didn't do that. You guys just bought one pearl. You just bought the pearl. You tell her, honey, we keep going back. In 20, 30 years, you're going to have that necklace, babe. If you keep going to Hawaii with me, I'll give you that pearl necklace. Oh, well, yeah. Yeah. So uh, 205 Live features Enzo Amore. Now he's a part of the cruiserweight division, and he's kind of like the ultimate bad guy. It's pretty awesome. Cause All right. Everybody hates him because he's obnoxious, and I think it's kind of like life imitating art kind of a thing. So he's in the room. He's in the ring. He's talking to everybody. He's just saying how awesome he is. And then he she starts talking about talent, and he starts saying some mean things. And then he starts pointing at people in the crowd that he feels have no talent. And he goes to this guy, to this guy. And then the third one, the finger points at either myself or my friend Muhammad. Now, of course, my friend Muhammad and all of his friends were like, hey, wait on him. Personally, I feel like it was pointed at both of us because I saw icon. You know how it is? You two people yeah. right next to each other. It really could have been either one of us. Are you in the front at. row We're on the, the barrier? Front. We're in the front row. All right. We're standing. He's pointing at one of us. All or right. both of us. So I'm 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 gonna take it that he's pointing at both of us. Yeah. And I'll explain why afterwards he decided to have some beef with the bromantics. Okay. So here's that promo with Enzo Amore. The only thing that WWE ever did for me was hand me this microphone, and I did the rest. He's good on the microphone. I love this guy. Yeah. I, I, I Rumor has it, though, he's like this all the time, even when the microphone's off. And people can't stand him backstage? Yes. To the point where I heard rumors that they stopped the bus and kicked him off at once because he was annoying everybody on the bus. Jesus. Yeah. What is that just the WWE thing, by the way? Because that seemed like that was a big storyline in the first year of the Divas show. Like, why are they, like, how are people keep getting kicked off buses? Sorry, I don't want to sidetrack you. No, no. I think they just suffer no fools in a sense. And if, if you bother them, they're like, look, this is, I, this is my day-to-day life. I can't handle you anymore. Get out. Get off the bus. 
Uber. So the WWE Universe, do me a favor. Don't act like you did me any favors. This ain't luck, people. This ain't luck. You know what this is? This is charisma at its finest. It is. You know what this is? This is talent. Something you ain't got. Something you ain't got. You definitely don't got. Oh, is that you? Yes. You can't teach this. He looked at myself and my buddy Muhammad and goes, something you definitely don't got. I watched it on the network. You can't see it, of course. You can't see me. You can't see us. Obviously, the camera's just on him, but he points straight at us. So now... Is it a wrestling thing? Because you're in like your your other wrestling shirts? Dude, I was wearing a 3-2-1 battle shirt, and my buddy Muhammad was wearing a Bullet Club shirt, and, you know, like anyone else. I don't think it had anything to do with the shirts. I think he just just picked whoever. He just points at people. But he pointed at us. So now... We've got beef with Enzo Amore. All right. That's right. I don't know what we're going to do with this beef. Probably absolutely nothing. But yeah, he, so he points at us. We start laughing. Of course, everyone in our, our crew are all freaking out because it's like, oh my gosh, like he pointed at these guys, you know, we, and, and we're all dying. And you know, Muhammad's on cloud nine because he hasn't had the opportunity to sit front row. And I, I hooked him up and, yeah. and it was a really cool experience for him. And he's just like, what the hell is going on? Holy crap. And then that happens. So Muhammad and I are training in the world of wrestling together. Like we go, to, right. we go to the classes together. We become pretty good friends, and there's like a core of like five or so of us that have become really close. And we were all together at at the at SmackDown and 205 Live last night. So we're all freaking out about that. Muhammad and I have been joking about if we ever start a tag team, it'd be Migs and Muhammad, the Bromantics. Oh, because we have a bromance. I was gonna say M and M's. We could do M and M's, but that's been done before. Oh, Miz my Morrison. Oh, on, yeah. Ted. All right. All right, Ted. The bromantics. The bromantics. God, that's so romantic. You're going to have to have a fight soon. Yes. You know. With Enzo. Yeah. Well, no, with each other, too. I mean, that's part of any good bromance. It flames up quick. There's some there's some things on the way. There's some tension. Yeah. We got to fall apart at some point to yeah, come back yeah. together stronger. Thank you. Yes. Right. I mean, it's a, it's a relationship made to last. Look, rock hard Migs and... I don't know. Mah- That's what Muhammad should do in a couple months. Just be like Muhammad the Muscle. Muhammad the Muscle says rock hard. He's not always rock hard. <laughs> like, oh no, he didn't. No, he didn't. And Muhammad sometimes those muscles ain't flexing. Oh, but the bromantics are falling apart. Enzo got in their head, right? They're trying to figure out who's the more talented one. He was pointing at you. No, he's pointing at you. So that made our night. <laughs> That's pretty awesome. It was pretty freaking great. And then afterwards, uh, uh, AJ Styles wrestled. So what they do is, because obviously, you finish SmackDown, then all of a sudden you got 205 Live. Most of the crowd doesn't give a crap about 205 Live. They're not there for that. It's not the most popular, you know, compared to SmackDown. It's on the network. It's not right. on TV. So, I mean, a, a lot of people, but a good portion of people do leave. So sure. what they what they wind up doing is they have a big main event match after 205 Live, like a dark match that's not on TV to keep people to stick around so they'll watch a oh, couple. Right. So they had Jinder Mahal take on AJ Styles in a match, which was awesome. And so we're up close for that because, granted, during SmackDown, we were four rows back. And then once 205 Live started, the whole front row left. So we're just like, F it. Let's go. 
And that's nice. how, and that's how we were lucky enough to have that moment with Enzo. Where All right. One day he'll get his comeuppance. Oh yeah. Yeah. He's gonna be. You know, we he we are a cup of haters. <laughs> um. So. We're watching that match, and then AJ comes around and just kind of two sweets everybody, you know, the the, the old Wolfpack yeah, two yeah. sweet Bullet Club thing, because he was in the Bullet Club back in the day before he came to the WWE. When he did was we Japan. see AJ Styles years ago at NXT? Uh, no. All right, no. He he came straight from Japan Ring of Honor to WWE's main roster. All right, he's like he's killing it, and so he's going around two sweeting people, and he two sweeted all of us, and that made Muhammad's night as well. Because so he nice. got he got called out by Enzo. And two sweeted by AJ Styles. That's a good night. But he did not get his shake at the Mecca. You, you wrestling people are strange, bro. We are. We got yelled at by a guy who was before me. <laughs> Sorry. Best last, night ever. The last sentence was just like, oh, it was a great night for Muhammad. He got yelled at by a dude and then two sweeted. We're gonna take a break and we're gonna find out what Ted did in Texas. Yeah. I feel like he didn't get yelled out by yelled at by somebody and he probably didn't get too sweeted. Oh, I got drunk enough to walk into a sign. <laughs> when the Mega Cats returns. They are not reverends on the radio. They are awesome dudes on a podcast. The Mega Cast will be back. Porches and doorsteps, ceramic, foam plastic, and rubber-made jack-o'-lanterns made from durable poly resins with light bulbs on the inside. Introducing real pumpkins. That's right. Get your kids the real deal. Hand them super sharp carving knives with serrated edges. Cut off the top and scoop out the slimy pumpkin seed guts on newspaper on your kitchen table. Pumpkin rind under your fingernails. Slicing out primitive triangle eyes and lit with a real candle that burns the hole on the lid. Then the whole thing gets moldy and decomposes before Halloween. Real jack-o'-lanterns. Brought to you by Tradition. And brought to you by people who still hand out apples to trick-or-treaters. Ted and Steve don't stop. They get it. Bitches. The mega cast is back. Under the level, host playing pictures, they never left you. Putting on airs, every like they above you. Ever looking for a brand new method? <laughs> Underground pop that quick fast, and it's gone. Cut your tails now. Get the glow sticks out, Ted. Uh. Ted's doing his glow stick dance. I kind of wish you had glow sticks and we're in a dark room because that would be an awesome dance. <laughs> right. It's very frantic. That's not, I think you have to dance with glow sticks. What's that? Yeah. I think you have to be a little frantic if you're doing like, I mean, that's an upbeat song, Steve. Yeah, yeah that is. I haven't danced with glow sticks in a long time. Uh, Dancing with them? Yeah. No. I've used them, worn them. Stared al- at them. Illuminated rooms with them. But yes. you're right. I have not danced with one I've in a while. thrown them at friends. Yeah. But I haven't danced with glow sticks. I've thrown them at friends. Hey. <laughs> glow stick. There you go, fella. There I is. Not. I, I, and I know a lot of people listening probably don't have as much use for glow sticks. <laughs> but I'm telling you, you forget 
getting a good glow stick and breaking it. It's like, it's just nice. Shaking it up. No air pockets. Yeah, I'm just saying, yeah. man. Like you forget how satisfying it is to crack a glow stick. It's very true. Yeah. I don't mean like the cheap, like you got 60 in one tube. Like I'm saying a real glow stick, bro. Like a nice girthy glow stick. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, man. A girthy glow stick. <laughs> I'm gonna light up her night. <laughs> how was your night, man? You don't even want to know. <sighs> I, I got the girthy glow stick. Mm-hmm. Where'd you put it? In the glitter. <laughs> you know them bitches love it when the glow stick's in that glitter. Oh, I mean, that's our new trap song. Oh. When the glow stick's in the glitter. <laughs> and the glow stick's in the glitter. Yeah. Mm. Yeah, yeah. I don't know what the hell's going on. I don't either, but I think that's really the chorus. When the glow stick is the glitter. Oh. <laughs> Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. I don't know why I'm up. <laughs> Dustin Hoffman, Rain Man meets a cat. Meow, 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 meow. Definitely glow sticks and the glitter. Wapner. That's that a rain. Kind of- that's a Rain Man joke for you kids out there. If you don't get it, that's right, kids. Hit pause on this podcast. Take a few hours off. Watch glow. Watch Rain Man. One of Tom Cruise's finest efforts. You know, sometimes when you talk Tom Cruise, you forget that he's decent in that movie. He's great in that film. Yeah. When is he not great in movies? I just don't watch any of his like his action flicks. All right. Jeez, I didn't realize you were such a big Tom Cruise guy. What? Yeah, I just watched the, you know. <laughs> That's his best stuff. Well... I mean, arguably his best movie might be Taps years ago. Taps is a great film. Right? Or like Born on the Fourth of July. That's a good one. Right. All right. You're right. Yeah. But I'm sure his action stuff's great. I just don't watch it. My God, Ted. And you look like I just kicked your dog. Yes. It feels like you kicked my dog. Have you not seen Day and Night? No. Have you not seen Mission Impossibles? None of them. You haven't seen any of the Mission Impossible. Oh my God, Tom Cruise is a dominant force in all those movies. I mean, I've seen Top Gun, Days of Thunder. That's not Mission Impossible. All right. Oh my gosh, Ted. Yeah. <laughs> Sorry. I did not expect that reaction out of you. I did not expect you to ever say something so crazy. Well, yeah. All right, I feel like we're getting we're getting caught in the weeds here with David S. Pumpkins. Don't sweat it, babe. Let's just move on. All right. <laughs> I don't even know if I want to do this. How is Texas? Oh, I see what this is. This is Muhammad. This bromantic thing is real. I'm out, aren't I, Steve? God damn it. I should have seen this coming. You've been wrestling with them. You're wearing the singlets. It's a whole thing you guys are doing. Ted's over here on the white out. Mohammed seen Mission Impossible, oh. and he considers Day and Night one of the best movies of all time. I don't even know what Day and Night's about, man. I don't even know if that's the name of the movie, but it spells it K-N-I-A, K-N-I-G-I. How is Texas? <laughs> so, <laughs> honestly, Texas was a blast. <clears throat> so you uh, went for a big bowl game. Not a bowl game, just a college football game. Correct, but right. it was played at the Cotton Bowl. That's why. So you're not wrong. I was close, and you went with your brother. Yeah, went with my brother. Met up our buddy Will down there. So Friday night we got there. Friday night we didn't do much because basically I got there. They had gotten up on the East Coast. My brother had gone to the Nationals. 
losing once again in the playoffs oh, the night man. before with my nephew, right? And that game took forever. So my brother literally had two hours of sleep. So he shows up full of just <laughs> lots of happiness and energy. Oh, they're already they're already into it pretty good when okay. I show up. He's drinking the problem away. Right. So it's well, it's vacation. So it's early in the evening. So I'm like, well, I'm gonna go take my bag upstairs. And my brother fold, you know, just goes, Hey, if we go upstairs, I'm gonna fall asleep. Right. So we're like, all right, we go upstairs, he falls asleep. So then Will's like It's like Nostradamus. Right. So Will's struggling a little bit, but he's like, Let's go downstairs. And I'm like, All right. So we go down to the bar. Will and I are down there for an hour. We decide to start doing shots fireball. Will's like, I gotta go upstairs and go to sleep. So I'm like, all right. So I'll go back down to the bar. So then around 11. Everybody's giving up on Ted. Well, this is. This is Ted right? refuses to lose. So then by 11, my brother is back up. He comes down. He's down there for maybe 20 minutes. And then I go, I got to go lay down because now I'm drunk. <laughs> it's like none of your clocks are on the same time. Right. So Friday wasn't the best hang for all of us. No. But it was, it was just funny. The room, by the way, was awesome. My brother got us a nice room downtown at the Sheraton. In yeah. Dallas, right? So, and it had like the sports bar was all, trust me, they, they were having a blast. I was having fun. There was no like, right, right, right. Nobody was sweating that people need well, to Well, people nap. were sweating because it was hot. Right. So the next day, get up, go to the Texas State Fair. Uh, I won't bore everybody with all the details, but Steve, just know that I did eat something called a tamale donut, oh my God. which was a tamale shaped like a donut with like the icing was like a guacamole ranch. Oh my gosh. Yeah, dude. Uh, deep, that sounds incredible. Deep fried Thanksgiving dinner, which was basically just deep fried stuffing balls with like turkey in them. And then the crude d'etat, we shared a burger uh-huh. with queso on it, and the buns were a funnel cake. What? Yeah, dude. I mean, legit. Dude, so right, honestly, of those three, the one I want the most, though, is the tamale donut. Oh, okay. Because I'm a big tamale fan. I, I, That's the tamale donut. So oh like my the gosh, that looks so good. But I was saying the tamale donut was odd though because even though I knew it was a tamale, the fact it was shaped like a donut, I kept wanting it to be a donut. <laughs> There's the funnel cake burger. That's the funnel. Oh my gosh, dude. Yeah. So how, we, so how was that though? Having funnel cake as the as the bun. I will say this: the like the deep fried Thanksgiving thing was delicious, just because it was like deep fried stuffing. Right. The funnel cake burger, like we split it, it it was delicious. It like, was I'd good. like to sit here and tell you it was too much. It, it was delicious. Okay, so yeah, I was thinking, I'm like, maybe splitting it in half is a good idea. Oh, yeah. All these foods, me, Chris, and Will split up. Okay. So it wasn't like so we were doing too much. Yeah. So we're having a great time at the State Fair. It is hot as hell, though. You, it takes forever. You got to wait for tickets. Uh, we also saw the world's largest like alligator, oldest alligator in captivity. It's exactly what you think it is. It's just a giant alligator laying in a cage. <laughs> and then, An old alligator. Yes. How old How old was it? He was like 104. That, that's what they said. Right. So that Will it goes. It could have been 13. Yes. So then on the way back down the midway, it's like, come see Tyna Tim, the world's smallest horse. <laughs> like five tickets. Like, all right. Well, we're doing that. How much did that cost? Five tickets. How much is a ticket? You get like 100 tickets, I think, for 30 bucks. Okay. So, I mean, it's, not, it's just funny. It's just funny to be like, Yes, all the world's tiniest horse. Five tickets. So Do you think that then the, 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 the tiniest horse has to, or the, the owner of the tiniest horse has to go to like the main manager and say, here's all the tickets I got for today. Now give me my cut. Yes. Oh my god. hundred percent. Straight up carny action, man. Dude, that's what I'm saying. And incredible. Like Steve, when you got in there, right? You go up to it like it's not like the horse is just hanging out. You gotta go up on a platform, then the horse is in a pit, just kind of staring at a wall. And it's like, what makes him different? 
than a miniature horse. And the guy's like, well, you can see how long he is. So he's as long as a real horse. And he's like, he's a drawer horse, man, all right? <laughs> and you could take pictures of Tiny Tim. Really? Yes, right? Oh, he's a total, this is Scam City. Yes, and all the announcements are like, Tiny Tim, the world's smallest horse. So cute, you want to put him, pick him up and put him in your pocket. But please don't touch Tiny Tim. <laughs> like, I can't even take a picture of Tiny Tim. Can't touch him, can't take a picture of him. You got an alligator who's not 100-something years old. Yeah, Big Al. Right. And the guy legit who's running the stand is like, well, you remember, Big Al was the alligator, so what's a stupid name for a crocodile? Like Cecil or something. Uh-huh. And he's like, I'm sorry, that was the lion. But either way, he's like, well, you guys must have remembered Cecil. Like, no, no. Oh, he just passed away last year. He was 120. Like, God damn it. How do we figure out if any of this is true? And, and like, as if like you're a group of gator enthusiasts. Right. Like, yeah, of course we remember Cecil. That is why we're here, to see Big Al. Like, Will said something like, can you get in there with him? The guy's like, oh, no, he'll bite people. And Will goes, really? The guy's like, yeah, man. What they do is they snap on and they start this spin. Like, God damn it, we are all almost 40 years or above. Like, we know what the, they bite people. It's an alligator. But it's an old alligator. It probably got arthritis. It's not going to be able to do it. It did not move one bit. No. It just laid there. It wasn't even real. Yeah, dude, you know what? It might not have been. <laughs> right? Like, so imagine any state fair. Like, it sounds like a joke. Texas does everything times a thousand. Yeah. Including uh, scamming. Yes. And the <laughs> cops are really, like, friendly about drinking. Like, there was, like, this hot tub stand, right? And Steve, it had to be, like, a 25-person uh, hot tub, right? Were you wearing like bathing suits? No, they were selling them because it's Texas State Fair. That's where you go to buy hot tubs. So to the point of like, I'm like, holy cow. And there's a cop there and I go, damn, man, you guys do do everything bigger in Texas. That's the biggest hot tub I've ever seen. He goes, yeah, man, why don't you go get yourself a beer? <laughs> it happened to get to me later. I said something to some cop and he just got went, uh-huh, maybe it's time for a beer. I was like, Jesus. They're probably not even cops. Right. They probably work for Budweiser. <laughs> <laughs> Just shows how stupid I am when I said, you need to jump in. You go, you didn't even have your bathing suit. You're like, no, you, you buy them. I thought you meant you buy a bathing suit while there to go in. Oh, the no, no like I know now. <laughs> it's like the Puyallup Fair or the Washington State Fair. Yeah. And they have like the little stand where, not little, but the stand where you can buy different types of hot tubs. Yeah. Oh, so this is a fair thing everywhere. It's a total fair thing. All right. Yeah. And do they have like the inside like area where it's like a bunch of as seen on TV people with the microphone? Yes. Yes. Every every mobile company's out there barking yep. at you to get into their prize booth. Yep. Or or they go, hey, check out this vacuum cleaner, or hey, check out this little thing. Now, chamois will clean everything, or this fruit juicer. Or, I yeah. will say one sad thing about the gate because it's the Texas State Fair. There was a massive stand for like tornado shelters. I was like, oh, that, oh. that's kind of sad. Yeah. We have the State Fair, but we know tornado season's coming. <laughs> right. So that was the State Fair. We meet up with Cobb and Rowan. We go to this uh, neighborhood called Deep Ellum. Oh, I don't know. Cobb was going too. Yeah. Awesome. Because he's, right? Oh, that's right. He's in Texas now. Yeah. So him and him and Mayhem and uh, our buddy Mayhem is a radio guy. Everybody's like, what's his real name? I'm like, I don't know. Just call him Mayhem. I'm so, Mayhem. <laughs> so Rowan, they drive up and meet us. Again, meet us at the giant at the bar. By this point, the bartender legit is like, all the Smith boys, Miller Lights, right? Like, yep. So then we go to this deep Elm, which is kind of like the cool new hipster neighborhood. That's right, by Clee Elm. Yeah. 
But Steve, we went to a barbecue place called the Pecan, the Pecan Lounge. Oh, oh the Pecan Lodge. Okay. Apparently, it's world famous. We the bartenders like get over there now before the game ends. We ordered something called the Troft, and it was a pound. Was it a pound of brisket? A pound of beef rib? A pound of pork ribs? Half a pound of pulled pork? Three sausage links. What did all your friends get besides you then? Oh, <laughs> dude, it was awesome. Wow. Yeah, it was so good. Barbecue there is, when I went for WrestleMania, the barbecue was un- incredible. Yeah, like, I know it's like, it's supposed to be, but like, it, it is. Yeah. And even like the collard greens were awesome. Like, I couldn't get over it. Wow. Yeah. I'm hungry just listening to this story. I know. Well, hey, look, it makes you feel any better. Oh, my stomach was in a horrible place all day Sunday. Oh, and you had to take a plane back. I bet that wasn't a fun flight back. No. I did get a free beer, though. From a cop? Right, well, their machine wasn't working, so she was like, I, it's a four-hour flight, so she was like, I already gave you two, like, I can't give you another one, sorry. Like, is water okay? And I was like, yeah, sure. Like, just, you know, water's fine. Yeah. And then, like, ten minutes later, she came by and was like, you know what, screw it, I'm not paying for him. I was like, sorry, thanks. You brought up the rebellious side of that lady. Yeah, man. That's what you do. Yeah. Well, she was having a tough day. That's why no matter what happens, Ted, you will always be my true bromantic. Oh, don't try to save it now, Steve. I, I you, need to wa- you need to watch some Tom Cruise movies, though. Well, I mean, I'm just saying, it is funny. You got a new dude, and I haven't even met him. Mm-hmm. 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 I was wondering why well, I hadn't... Well, why don't you come to wrestling class? Oh, that's going to happen. <laughs> <laughs> Give him a better chance of seeing me on skates. <laughs> <laughs> All right, well, when we get out of here, um, yeah, I got to go. I, I'm getting to be a part of a documentary. Oh, nice. About wrestling. God, we didn't even talk about MixFest. Oh, it was a great time. I'll, I'll, right. I'll sum it up this uh, with uh, one piece of audio, if you want, uh, to give you an idea of what MixFest was like. This was me uh, right before Wyatt only and the Wreckage went on stage. Nice. Uh, I love so, Wyatt. Yeah, Wyatt's the best. So this is only after two bands have played, Ted. This is me on stage. Hey, big hand for Wyatt only and the Wreckage. I love these guys. <laughs> Buy their new record. It's great. I think you heard it. I'd like to apologize in advance. I am f***ed up. Yes! <laughs> no apology needed, Sting. That's Wyatt. Yeah. And you all are enablers, mother <laughs> Yeah! So if I f*** this song up, it's on you. Yeah, I went up and played the drums with them on a song. Nice. Yeah. And it was everybody's fault. Every time I was near the bar, somebody bought me a shot. I was just about to say shots. And thank you to everybody who came out and bought me a shot. It was an incredible time, Ted. In a nutshell... Uh, I got wasted. I puked twice outside of the party bus. Oh, um, old um, school mix. Yeah, it was good times. A listener had cookie puss flown in from Carvel as a gift for me. The ice Ew. cream cake. Yeah. yeah, that dude. That honestly got me. Not in an emotional sense where I was going to cry, but like emotionally touched. Like that was. Yeah, that's awesome. Shout out to Stephen and, and Austin who did that. Saved it all night. It was the talk of the backstage that we had cookie puss in a cooler. Waiting for all of us to finish so we were all going to enjoy it. I, I enjoyed a little bit of Cookie Puss, and I was like, all right, I'll bring it on the bus. We'll have it when we go home, all of us in the donkeys. Put it on the bus. We hang out, of course, listen to a bunch of EDM and just kind of party on the bus for a little bit before um, you know, before we head all the way back to Puyallup. And as we're hanging out, we're having a good time. Bus takes off. And I'm like, oh, let me go get the Cookie Puss. Somebody came on the bus and stole Cookie Puss. Somebody stole Cookie Puss? Somebody stole my Cookie Puss. Oh, I thought you were going to say Cookie Puss and melt it. No. Cookie Puss did not have a chance to be melted. Or maybe it did, but whoever has it has a melted Cookie Puss. Well, I don't know. You got an all new friend, Steve. A lot of dudes running on and off that bus. Who knows who took Cookie Puss? <laughs>
It was Enzo Amore's fault. It probably was Enzo Amore. Yeah. He was in town early. Yeah, that cookie puss. It got warm. And that ice cream went S-A-W-F-T. Soft. You're soft, you slop. Just like the cake. Yeah. All right. Well, sorry it's not as long as usual, but... Sorry. Yeah. I don't have any profound thing to say about that. Girthy glow sticks and the glitters. That's right. Thank you for listening. Follow us on Twitter at the Megacast. Ted? It's been fun. Yeah, man. Let's get 10. Let's do it. All right. One. Yeah, I kind of like this song a little more now. Yeah, it's pretty awesome. Yeah. <laughs>